Welcome back to this week's podcast episode. As you can tell from the title, today we are going to be talking about my summer bucket list. I'm pretty excited to chat about this. I actually came across my summer bucket list on my notes app earlier today and kind of forgot I made it in May, but was really proud of myself because a lot of the things have been crossed off. So I thought it'd be kind of fun to deep dive today into my own list give you some inspo, especially if you are in the Minnesota area, or if not, hopefully these can inspire some things for you to do this summer as well, because we are really in the thick of it now. Like it's almost the middle of July and summer is flying by. So hopefully you can stay busy and get some of these things checked off. Um, But I just feel like summer always goes by super, super quick. And what's really nice about making bucket lists is it adds almost like an important, it like makes the summer feel that much more special. I know it can be kind of like a juvenile thing to do these days, you know, make a bucket list, but I honestly make one every single year. They're so fun and it really does help hold me accountable as well as like form or like serve as a form of manifestation in a way as well to hopefully achieve a lot of the things on my list. But summer always just has that that magical feeling to me and I really want to emphasize that. So I have a summer bucket list pulled up in my notes and it's kind of a combination from the one in my journal as well as the one on my laptop. But I hope that you enjoy this week's episode and I hope you've all had a wonderful week. Um, it was the 4th of July this last week. I didn't really do anything that crazy for it, but we can do a little weekly recap because I like to start the podcast episodes off this way, Um, but settle in. I'm currently recording in my sunroom this afternoon. Well, this evening, it's like 730 and I have both cats right now curled up one on each side of me. So we're in one big cuddle puddle here on the sunroom's day bed. I've got half of a beer next to me from dinner. We'll see if I actually touch it while I'm recording because if I'm doing like a one take, it's really nice just to chat the whole way and not have to edit out drinking breaks. Um, I'm also vlogging today. I'm doing a work day in my life because a few subscribers have been suggesting, suggesting it. So this one is for you if you're listening. So I'm also recording me rec- recording right now. I'm filming me recording this episode um cross promoting those platforms you know but um yeah just setting the stage a little bit this evening but i like i said i hope everyone had an awesome week it was the 4th of july this last weekend i didn't really do anything for the 4th i never really do um but it was a long weekend regardless because my partner ashton had two extra days off. He just took it off because it was the fourth. He's his, he's his own boss too, but it's nice when we are able to have a long weekend and able to see more friends and family. Um, and that's exactly what we did. So first this last weekend, we did attend the Taste of Minnesota event, um, which is like kind of like a big food truck vendor event downtown in Minneapolis. I think this was the first year that they brought it back since the pandemic. I'm not sure about that, but I do know that it's the first year we've ever gone and it was really fun. I mean, it was definitely super hot and we spent most of the day just waiting in different lines, but we had fun. We got some food truck food, we got some beer, listened to live music all day, and then the headliner that evening was Third Eye Blind. It was a free event too, so that was um, like more emphasis that like 
reason for me to want to go because I'm like, might as well. Like, they're a great nostalgic band. We got to hear some pretty sweet classics. And honestly, the energy was so fantastic. I felt really good. It felt like summer. And I know that sounds so stupid to say, but there are so many moments during summer where I'm like, oh, this is it. Like, this feels like summer. I've waited all year for this feeling. And that was one of those days. So it was really fun. If you are in the area and you've never been, it was great. Like, highly recommend going next year. It's a two-day event. They had it going on Sunday and Monday this year. It was packed, like busier than our state fair, but it was fun. The next day, we went over to Ashton's parents' place for a little 3rd of July cookout with his family. His grandparents came, his brother and sister-in-law and their kids. Obviously, his parents, it was at their house, and um, it was really chill. It was just a great little, like, family get-together. Um, we did sparklers in the evening, did some fireworks. I was terrified of the fireworks, but nothing started on fire, and I'm fine. Um, I really wanted to, like, when we were doing the sparklers, it reminded me of the, the, and you're watching Disney Channel, do, 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 that, like, the actors did on Disney Channel. I wanted to make a TikTok doing that to a sparkler so bad, but I feel like I'm not quite at that stage yet with Ashton's family where I can record a TikTok in front of them. <laughs> Like, I was definitely a little nervous. I had the audio pulled up. I had the camera pulled up. I've, I had the sparkler and the lighter, and I was with Ashton, and we, like, tried really quickly and couldn't get the lighter to light the sparkler, so we just, like, bailed completely. We're like, it's not going to happen, but I did have the idea, so there's that. I'm trying to be more consistent on TikTok. Um, I felt a little bit shadow banned on there for a few months, but I finally had one video kind of semi blow up. So I feel like I'm back and I want to make more TikToks. So trying to do at least one post a day. But then on the actual 4th of July, Ashton's building owner that his tattoo shop is located inside had a pool party for the 4th and someone's birthday. Really terrifying. I knew absolutely nobody there except for Ashton and like two other people. Um, But we went and Surprise, surprise, it ended up being fine and actually kind of fun, but I was really nervous going into it. I think it took, and I mean, I know this isn't the best solution, but I know it's what I needed that day. I think it took like four drinks for me to feel fine, and then I was no longer nervous, and I was actually quite chatty, um, but it was really nice to get to know some people that he works, not with, but like in the same building as, um, and it felt kind of nice to like do something summery like that. Not necessarily like something for the 4th because that's not important to me, but I usually don't have any plans on the 4th of July, so it was nice to have something going on. Um, and I don't think Ashton and I have like been to a pool party yet together. We've been like to each other's pools, but he's not the biggest pool guy, so I know I'm at mine like almost every single day, especially leading up to this pool party. I was so nervous about looking too pale which is silly, but, you know, when I'm already anxious about an event that I'm going to where I don't know anyone, you just, like, a ton of different nervous thoughts pop up, and one of them was, like, oh, I'm not tan enough to be, like, at a pool party. Like, I was so worried everybody was going to be super tan. So I spent a lot of time tanning the week leading up to it. Um, but I know Ashton doesn't really like to get tan because of his tattoos. It's not the best for tattoos. And I have been 
told this many times, so my tattoos have always been super covered with sunscreen, but I still like to get a good tan. Um, I don't know if I like explained why, but it's just bad for the skin, you know, like tanned skin is damaged skin. So when you're trying to tattoo, tattoo someone, um, you're not supposed to get a tattoo on super tan skin. Ashton has actually turned away clients before for that. And that is why I can't get any tattoos during the summer because he knows that I spend way too much time in the sun. And then when you have a healing tattoo, it definitely should not be in sunlight. Tattoos in general should not be in direct sun because it can move the ink and it will just fade the ink more and damage it because again, if you get burned, then you have damaged skin, a damaged tattoo. So it's important to wear sunscreen over your tattoos. I always put like the kids sunblock, like the actual lotion one over my tattoos. And then I do like a spray sunscreen for my body just to like super protect it. But the tattoos are pretty special to me now. So I definitely don't want to ruin them. Um, but moral of the 4th of July story here is that it turned out completely fine. And I know that's how it always goes. And I know that's like why, that's why I like went knowing that, that I would be okay. But it, it can be super nervous, especially um, when it's, there's so much unknown about it. So with my social anxiety, I like knowing the plan. I like knowing exactly who's going to be there at what time. I like knowing what I'm walking in on. I like not walking in alone. I like having a set time that I know we're going to leave so that I know that, you know, it's not all day. It's not forever. It's just two more hours. It's just one more hour. Um, and for events like this, I don't know, like I don't have all of the information. I'm not going to know how many people are there or, um, what time everyone is arriving. I'm not really going to know like a lot of these details that help with my anxiety. Um, so it was definitely like a very, paralyzing more morning leading up to it but we're good it, it turned out fine and now you know if that ever occurs again I probably won't be as terrified and honestly everyone was really really nice and it wasn't just like young 20s which is what I was terrified of um like older adults I feel like are just so much chill like chiller and welcoming and introducing themselves so it was nice everyone introduced themselves if they didn't know who you were and there were times where, like, obviously Ashton would be, like, talking to other people or, you know, catching up with someone. Like, I can't just rely on him there. But there were times where, like, when he was distracted or in a different conversation where someone that, like, I might not necessarily know but Ashton knew, like, came up to me and was like, hey, like, we're getting in the pool, girl, and stuff like that and would, like, include me. When that happened, Ashton told me afterwards, he was like, yeah, I'm really glad that he did that and like made you feel included because I get really shy and have a hard time doing that on my own. So um, I was worried about that event for like a week and a half or two weeks. As long as I knew about the party, I was leading up to it pretty nervous. So it feels so reassuring that it's just complete now, it's done with, and I don't have to feel that weight of anxiety around um, anymore. But that was my week. <laughs> uh, yeah, long weekend, lots of time with Ashton and his family and friends. And now here we are, July 6th already. Okay, speak now. Taylor's version is coming out tonight. It's 8 p.m. right now. It comes out at 11 p.m. my time. So just a couple more hours and I can finally hear all of these songs that I have not heard like recorded in so long. It's going to be so weird hearing her mature older voice on some of these tracks. 
Oh, I'm so excited. So that is my plan later tonight, hence why I'm recording this on the earlier side. But getting into the summer bucket list, I've got a long list of things. Some of these things I've already done. A lot of them I have not done yet. So, you know, kind of like a way to manifest and hold myself accountable. Might as well share it with you. Um, especially, like I said, if you are in Minnesota, I hope this inspires you to have some more ideas. But if not, I'm sure these can be more universal or you can apply it to your own city that you're in. I kind of have like a long list. Then I have got trips, events, concerts, and then of course my TV shows and movies from this week. But let's get into the bucket list. This episode is brought to you by Banish Skincare. I've been using Banish products for almost two years now and my skin is forever changed. Banish uses natural, clean, and fresh ingredients that make your skin glow, clears out blemishes, reduces redness, and aging. Not only that, but Banish has an at-home micro-needling treatment that has truly changed my skin and has brightened my face, reduced acne scars, and helped reduce acne in general. This is not just an ad to me, but I recommend Banish to everyone. It's the only skincare company I will use and have used for years. They have this awesome vitamin C moisturizer that I put on every night and every morning, an oil serum to use after microneedling that helps moisturize the face and reduce redness. There's a mint cleanser that feels so good on your pores, a fresh enzyme a fresh pumpkin enzyme mask, and most recently released an awesome sunscreen moisturizer with 30 SPF and an anti-aging retinal serum that I love to use before bed. What's awesome is you can get most of these products in bundles that allow you to save money, or you can purchase them individually, but try out Banish today. I have an affiliate link in the description of this episode, as well as a discount code for you. Use code Michaela 10 at checkout. That's Michaela 10 in all caps for 10% off. I promise you, you won't regret it. All right, summer bucket list. So in no order at all, I'm just going to go down the line of what I've written out and let's chat. So the first thing on my list is go to a Twins game. So a baseball game at the Twins Stadium here in Minnesota. This is such a summer classic here and I haven't gone in a couple of years now, definitely since before the pandemic, but it's such a vibe, especially if you go to an evening game when you're like convinced that we're going to win because if we win, fireworks go off and it's just the best feeling. Like late hot summer night, fireworks in the distance, a baseball game. Maybe you got some french fries from like pizza Red Cow and some beer at the Pizza Luce stand and oh, we have the best food and drink vendors and it really is such a grand old time. And I love baseball is the only sport that I can actually enjoy watching or paying attention to. I played softball my whole childhood growing up, so I think that's why, because it's the one sport that I like understand on the field and I know what's going on and I, I've had that that passion to play before, so I feel more connected to it. And it's just fun. Like baseball is fun. So I've actually been trying to find a good game for Ashton and I to go to. It's hard because I've mentioned this for sure, but Ashton has Sundays and Mondays off. Um, And when he does work, he works really late because he's a tattoo artist and that's just like how the tattoo hours are. Um, So if we wanted to go to a Twins game, it would have to be on a Sunday or a Monday. Now, there aren't many Monday night games and all of the Sunday games are in the afternoon because it's like family Sunday, whatever. 
um, which are fine. Like those games are fine. It's just like more family oriented and it's during the day. And like I just said, I love a good like evening baseball game. So I'm trying to find a good one to go to on a Monday night. I've been looking at the home schedule and I think I did find a good one. Um, but I definitely want to get my butt to a Twins game this year because I was saying that all last summer and we didn't do it. And it's just, this is the time. It's going to be so fun. So that's the first thing on my list is go to a baseball game. Now, the second thing on my summer bucket list, I have been wanting to do since like April. It doesn't necessarily have to be done in summer. I just thought it would be like a good time because it involves walking a little bit. Um... But I would love to go to the Mill City Museum downtown. Uh, it's a museum in downtown Minneapolis about like the milling factories. I think it's flour mills. I wish I knew more, but I, you know, I haven't been to the museum yet. My good friend through Instagram, Kate, actually went there when she was visiting in April. And I went to the Fauché speakeasy with her and our, our guys, our boyfriends. And she went to the Mill City Museum that day. So she was telling me all about it. And it sounded so fun. There's like a glass elevator. You get a really cool view of the city and like the Stone Arch Bridge. You learn some really cool history. And I am such a sucker for local history. I love learning about Minnesota, Minneapolis, Hennepin County. I feel very connected to it. And it's really cool when they, you know, mention a street or a store at like an intersection and in my mind I know exactly where it is or I've been there or I've been by it and you learn a piece of like your home. So um, Minneapolis was such a, a booming like industrialism city about 200 years ago. You know, we, this is where General Mills came from, hence Mill City Museum and like the flour mills. Um, this is where like Target headquarters is located. There's a lot of companies that our companies because they started out very small here in Minneapolis 200 years ago and it's just crazy to learn about how Hennepin County came to be and like all of these like Dayton's was so big for our history. Southdale Mall, the first indoor mall, like there's so much. So Mill City Museum um, tragically burnt down I believe in two fires at different times and then there was also an explosion now, again, my facts are very hazy because I did not go to the museum yet. That's just kind of like what I know as a Minnesotan. But the ruins of the building itself um, still stands. And they were able to secure it enough to turn what's left into a museum. Um, I think tickets are like $12, but I really want to go with Ashton on like a clear, beautiful day because like I said, the view is beautiful. And with the Stone Arch Bridge right there, I just want to walk around. It's a really nice area. Kate said that she and her boyfriend or fiance, she and her fiance went to Bolundo Pizza after. I'd never heard of that, but she showed me pictures of their pizza and it looked so good. So I'm totally copying her, her date idea. And after Mill City Museum, I want to go to Bolundo and try their pizza and just walk to the Stone Arch, get some cute pics. It'll be a fun downtown, like, Minneapolis date activity, but because I want, like, a good view and to walk around, I think it would make the most sense to go in summer. But again, you can kind of do that whenever. The next one, I guess you can also do whenever, but it hits different in the summer, and that is go to more wineries. Surprisingly, Minnesota has a handful of wineries, and they're so fun. And also, surprisingly, Minnesota wine is not that bad. Um, 
There's also Wisconsin wineries nearby too, because in case you did not know, parts of Wisconsin are only 20 minutes away from me, like by the Hudson or Hudson River or Hudson, Wisconsin or whatever. Very, very close. So you can actually drive to Wisconsin um, in one day and back if you want to do anything, like go to a, a winery nearby. There's a few wineries. There's three in Waconia, Minnesota. So I would love to go back. I've only been to one of them, Sovereign Estate Winery. I've been there twice, once in November, which was really fun, you know, having deep red wine outside. You'd think it would be freezing. We wore layers, we had jackets on, and they had this huge fire pit there. It was so cozy. Like that with a bottle of red wine, it was really nice. But going there in the summertime, you can walk around the the land. They had so much land there, so much space for like kids and dogs to like run around. Ashton and I went, um, I think like a month ago and you know there was like a dad flying kites with his kids and a ton of people that brought picnic blankets and you can walk down the rows of grapes where all the wine is harvested from or made from and it's right on a lake in Waconia so after you look at the rows of grapes growing all you see is like blue water. If you look on Instagram there's so many engagement or like proposal pictures that have taken place there. It's a stunning little like secret nook in my mind. I don't think many people know about it, but it's one of my favorite wineries. And there are two other wineries nearby that I would love to try. And then of course, some in Wisconsin. So it's just a really fun date idea or friend group idea. If you've got like a group of girlies that want to go to the winery and take cute pics, that sounds like a dream. Um, I wish like, like my parents don't really drink and neither does Ashton's parents, but it would be a really good place, I think, to like take your like parents or if you want to do like a little like double parent night with your partner, I think that'd be fun. Um, I'm always trying to look for reasons to go back to one of those wineries because I really like, it's just chill. It's like a brewery, you know, there's no pressure. You get your drink, you can walk around, you can stay as long as you want. Everyone is so nice and I like learning and I like seeing the wine being made. So that is also fun to see. It's a great place to go for like a sunset and that's what makes it feel so summery, you know, like drinking a glass of wine at a winery over like a lake while watching the sunset. Oh my God. No wonder people get engaged here. Like it's the perfect place. The next thing on my list I did last summer and it was super fun and I would love to do it again this summer and that is mini golfing at the Walker Art Museum. However, really mini golfing anywhere. Um, Ashton and I recently went mini golfing at Centennial Lakes and that was really fun. I've always wanted to do it. I guess theirs is more like putt-putt just because there's less like funky, unique um Tees, is that what they're called? And more just straightforward like putting, but it was still so fun right against the lake. I grew up really close to Centennial Lakes here in like the Hennepin County area, and I have not once done the mini golfing there, and I've wanted to like literally my whole life. So it was really fun to finally do that. Um, but the Walker Art mini golf that I was bringing up. What makes this one unique is that it's designed by different artists every single summer. So the course is completely new and designed by a different artist every year. Um, last year's was really unique and fun. It was kind of centered around, I think, like food and other Minneapolis places and very unique in like the settings of it all. So I'm curious to see um, what it's 
what it entails this summer and it makes for a really fun like hangout thing we did it with some of ashton's friends last summer so i'm trying to get the gang back together and we can do that again this summer um and maybe get some food in uptown afterwards i do enjoy mini golf i get slightly competitive like not competitive like people in sports but but slightly like low-key so mini golf is perfect for me the next thing on my list is something that i've done before but i think it would be fun to take ashton to because he has such a sweet tooth and this one is more indoors you can go whenever like i'm pretty sure they're open year round like good hours to year round every single day but that is the minnesota or the biggest minnesota's candy shop minnesota's biggest candy shop it's exactly what i just rambled on about it's the biggest candy shop that we have it's really cool it's a little further out from where i'm located but it's worth it i went last summer with my family and i think ashton got a little jealous and wanted to uh, go at some point so if there's ever like a rainy day or a day where we just don't know what to do but want to get out i think that would be a fun place to go and get some cool treats they've got a lot of unique items there to shop from so if you have kids or have a sweet tooth it might be fun to check out uh, make a little road trip out of it it's definitely one of those places that i feel like you would stop to like on a road trip um but the next thing on my list i want to do more than once like at least once and i do this usually every summer but that is go to a farmer's market so the downtown like lindale farmer's market is pretty well known here in minneapolis it's very big lots of vendors lots of flowers lots of like it's almost hard to choose which vendor to buy the same vegetable from because there's so many but um that is fun if you just want to grab like iced coffee or lemonade or there's a beer garden and get some local fruits and veggies i really enjoy good farmers market i also love the one downtown because i i'm a sucker for um bars of soap i love bars of soap i don't know what it is but like i feel better when i use them I love, you know, the reasoning behind it, better for the environment, saves money, smells good, and it feels so great to complete a bar of soap and then start a new one. I cannot explain it, but there is a soap vendor at this farmer's market that has an incredibly discounted bin of bars of soaps that had mistakes on them when she was like designing them or they just didn't come out as cool as her other bars of soap. So because they're um they've got errors in them they're like two dollars instead of like eight bucks so i love getting some cheap bars of soap there i would love to get some more this summer there's also an evening farmer's market at centennial that i enjoy going to and that's closer as well than like going all the way downtown but yeah farmer's markets are great i love going to them they're so fun you're supporting local businesses and saving money while you're doing it and it's a fun outdoor activities so a good sunday morning farmer's market trip would be beautiful this next thing i feel like i do year round but antique shopping um ashton and i already did one of these on my bucket list and that is to go antique um antiquing in stillwater there's also some antique stores up north that are really fun and i just discovered this new one kind of tucked away by the walker art museum in like north of uptown area so i want to try that one as well but it's always a good time to go thrifting or antiquing 
Um, the next one on my list, sorry, my phone is underneath Luna and it buzzed for a really long time and then Luna was vibrating because she's on my phone. Oh, it was an email. Okay, we're good. We're good. Um, the next thing on my list I did a few weeks ago on my birthday, but I would love to do again, and that is to go paddle boarding. Again, this is such a classic, like, staple summer activity that I have loved doing since high school, um, and it's never enough. Like, one time is never enough. I want to go again, especially this last weekend. Oh, I completely forgot. Ashton and I, like, had a cute little coffee date, got some cinnamon rolls from Isles, bun, and coffee, and then walked around Lake of the Isles. And I guess there wasn't much to say with that weekly recap thing that I forgot, but it was really nice. Isles is such a beautiful lake here. Um, but the whole time we were walking around, it was also almost 100 degrees that day, so it was very hot out. But the whole time we were walking around, I kept thinking like, oh, I wish I could go on a paddleboard right now. We kept passing all these people on their paddle boards and canoes and kayaks and I was very jealous and I kept thinking about how you know I want to buy a paddle board if I bought one I'd totally be out there right now because it can be expensive to rent them now it's definitely more expensive to purchase a paddle board but you know it's an investment and I think over time if you go paddle boarding enough it'll pay itself back but the summer is still young and I would absolutely love to get back out on the water and go paddle boarding. I, I have somehow, I've somehow made it to um, like paddle boarding TikTok and there's this one account that shows up a lot where she like takes you on her paddle boarding days or shows you what she brings with her on her paddle board and it's always like a cute water bottle and a book and an anchor. She has this like tiny anchor from Amazon so that she can like anchor her paddle board somewhere if she wants to sit and read or tan. And this girl is living out my dream. Like I would love to have a paddle boarding routine. <laughs> Day in the life of me on my paddle board. <laughs> so I don't know. I keep saying it like next summer, maybe I'll get some because I've, I've kind of hit the point this summer where if I did order a paddleboard, I would get like a month to enjoy it. But I don't know. I, I'm so tempted. But also, the more time that I would spend on my paddleboard, the less time I would spend at my pool. And uh, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, go paddleboarding again, especially like around sunset. That is such a vibe. Really fun experience. Oh, another thing in Uptown that I've been wanting to do with Ashton is there's this new place that opened. It's where Libertine, was it Libertine? No, was it? It might have been. I think it was where Libertine used to be on Hennepin, but there's, it's called Arts and Rec now. And it's like um, indoor games, mini golf um, type of bar with like a rooftop, but it seems fun, like a cute date place. And they have mini golf and, you know, like I just said, I'm a sucker for mini golfing, so... That would be really fun to check out, um, but that's everything that I had kind of on my summer bucket list of like things I want to do this summer or make sure that we do do this summer, um, but I also have a few trips planned that are on my bucket list or, you know, trips that I would like to go on. I love going up north every single summer, so I do try to make an effort to go up to like Duluth two harbors, not Grand Marais because that's like super far, but maybe someday. Duluth is about two and a half hours from the Twin Cities. Two Harbor is like three hours north, so it's not bad. It can totally be done in a day, and I've done day trips before, but it's definitely more fun to turn it into a quick staycation and just stay for like one night or a weekend. 
I really love going hiking up north. There are so many national parks. So, you know, going to a national park would be another thing on my bucket list. Um, there's a lot of good rocks to find. I'm a big rock collector. Now that I have a rock tumbler from Ashton for my birthday, we are tumbling rocks like crazy in this household. So it'd be fun to find some good ones up north. And, you know, last year Ashton was like chipping away and breaking open all these rocks he found on one of our hikes. And one of them was really cool on the inside and had like crystal-like features. So... I think we're going to do that again, and Duluth also has really good antique stores and one of my favorite Italian restaurants, so it'll be a really fun trip. And then, like I've mentioned before, we're also going to California for a wedding, and we're going to do a day at Disney, and Disney is such, um, it, Disney feels like such a summer memory to me because back when VidCon used to be popping and I'd go to that every single summer, there was Disney Day as part of like the VidCon event and I would go to Disney for like three summers in a row. So it does feel like a memory of summer now and I'm really excited to go back to Disney for a little bit. That should be really fun. Um, but besides like the trips, there's also like a ton of local events here in Minnesota too that I love to be part of every single year that help make summer feel like summer. Um, So, like, starting in June, I feel like I've mentioned this just with, like, with re weekly recaps or if you follow me on Instagram, um, there's a ton of festivals that really just break in the summer. There's Art A Whirl, which is in the Northeast area, just a huge art fair, art festival. There's the Edina Art Fair, um, the Stone Arch Bridge Art Festival, so just a ton of, like, local vendors. I love a good art festival, you know, beer, food trucks, live music, local artists, the whole thing. It's the best energy. Not to mention that June is also Pride Month and we have a ton of Pride events going on during Pride Weekend. Um, I didn't make it to Pride this year because I was recovering from the Taylor Swift show the night before, but Ashton went and he had a great time. And again, there's like live concerts and music and the best energy and um, like a little... Um, almost like a festival, like art festival f energy in Loring Park. So that also makes summer just feel like summer. Now, then in July, you have Taste of Minnesota, which I explained earlier because Ashton and I went to that earlier this week, which is really fun. And then TC Summerfest is in like a week, which is a downtown summer music festival at the Twin Stadium. So I'm really excited for that event as well. It reminds me of like when we used to have Walk the Garden or Basilica Block Party and like all these other local music events. Um, oh, there's also Walk the Streets. Is that what it's called? Open Streets, where they block off um, Lindale and just do Open Streets, which is just like another outdoor um, business, music, food event. But that also feels like summer. And then in August, we of course have the Uptown Art Fair and the state fair and Minnesota has one of the best state fairs in the country so I'm really looking forward to that as well. Um, the state fair also hosts a ton of concerts at our grand, is it Grand Slam Stadium? I've never been to be honest at the state fair but the Jonas Brothers are playing this year and I'm so tempted to see them. I don't think I could like, I don't know, I looked up ticket prices and they're not too bad. They're half of what I paid 
for um for Taylor Swift, but still I like I paid for Taylor Swift, so I really shouldn't be paying for another concert. Um but Taylor Swift was also part of like my summer bucket list because I saw the Eras Tour. TC Summerfest is a summer festival concert coming up. Um I'm also seeing Yolklore in August. There I don't know concerts also just feel like summer to me and they're so much more fun in the summertime especially being in Minnesota because Minnesota is one of those places where the rest of the year is just miserable and cold and we're wearing jackets and I only get like three or four months out of the year where it takes me 30 seconds to walk out the door and I don't have to zip up or put boots on and like carry a bunch of things and I'm really going to embrace it and it just makes the days like the days are so much longer too like the sun is not setting until like 9 30 um so that's everything that I had written down that I could think of for like my Minnesota summer bucket list this year uh I really hope this inspired you to think of some things in your city to do or anything that you wanted to add to your own list. And even though it's now almost the middle of July, highly recommend making a summer bucket list. It's not too late. We still have at least like six weeks left of summer, summer. Um, and you can get a lot more done in that time frame than you would think. So that's everything I had written down. Um, I'm excited to knock some of these things off in July, you know, like the twins baseball game I'll definitely go to. I asked Ashton today if he wanted to try to schedule mini golf at the walker with his friends and us and um, I'm sure I'll go paddleboarding soon. And yeah, TC Summerfest is coming up. There's so much. Summer just makes me so happy, but that was my summer bucket list. Moving on, TV shows and movies this week. At the end of my podcast episodes, I always love to do a little weekly recap of any books that I've been reading or TV shows or movies that I've been watching and chat about my thoughts on them because as a listener, this is part of my favorite um, or it's one of my favorite conversations of podcasts and it helps me find things to watch or read. So starting with books, I don't have any new updates. Um Because I had such a busy week, I wasn't reading as much, and I'm really trying to soak in Firefly Lane. I'm about halfway done right now, so I'll probably finish it in like a week or two. Not two weeks, but like within the next seven to ten days. Um, The hardest thing for me is making time to read, because there's always something else that I will convince myself is more important to get done. But at least for like an hour out of a day, I do try to go outside, sit in the sun, go to my pool and get some reading done. It's good for the brain. It's good for me to take a break. Um, But yeah, I haven't read anything else. But um, that should change soon because Firefly Lane is kind of a thicker book. And I, like I've said before, I'm trying to really soak it up. So I'm not in any rush to finish it. But there are some books that I know I just bought that I will fly through really quickly that we can chat about in a few weeks. As for TV shows and movies, Ashton and I watched The Woman in the Window with Amy Adams on Netflix. Now, I know this movie did not... Oh, I just thought of another thing we watched. Okay, actually, we watched Run, Rabbit, Run first. That was trending on Netflix. I think it just came out kind of like a psychological thriller um, film, and it was good. It was scary, but not scary. I was scared because I didn't know what type of film it was, you know? Like, I wasn't sure if it was the type of film to have jump scares or gore. So I was 
ready to close my eyes if needed, but most of it was just like a really scary little girl, you know? And that's my type of horror because there's nothing scarier. Okay, there was like one or two scenes where you could see like a ghost behind her, but it was very minimal. I didn't feel as terrified. Um, I didn't like it though as much because it didn't really feel complete in the end, you know? I felt like so much was still up for interpretation and I had a couple theories, you know, it was either like one or the other. I guess it's not really spoiling it. I don't know. Part of me was like, okay, so like, is she the reincarnated sister or is the dead sister like possessing her? And you don't really get a final answer. It's kind of vague with the final scene. And you also don't quite understand what's happening in the final scene. I will say the slight plot twist was nice. It was kind of predicted. Ashton and I were both kind of like, well, you know, and then we said it and it was happening. Um, Ashton really, really liked it, though. He liked it a lot more than me, and he's definitely someone that after a film needs to go onto Reddit and, like, read what other people are saying about it. So that helped us both understand it more from understanding, like, other people's perspective of the film. So I do appreciate that. I learned more from Reddit than I ever had in the movie. Like, a big question people had is, like, okay, so why is this suddenly happening like at the time of the plot or was she always like that? And I guess the answer is that um, it was because the little girl turned seven and that's how old the deceased sister was, to be vague. Um, And then something to do with like her dad passing and how he never knew and then she turned seven and that's why it happened. It was good. If you like horror but don't like slashers or things that are really spooky, I feel like you could handle it. Um, it's long, but we powered through, we made it through, it was good. So we watched that. And then the next night we decided to watch the woman in the window because we wanted kind of like a similar vibe, but I know that that movie did not get the best reviews. I know that it's made fun of, but I was just so curious because everyone was kind of, it like gained popularity a little bit and I never watched it, but Amy Adams is great. Love her. Um, So we watched it. It really wasn't that bad. Like, I thought it was a pretty satisfying movie for what it was. And I really wanted to watch it so that I could fully appreciate the mock spinoff or whatever that they made with, um, oh my god, what is her name? Kristen Bell? What, like, the girl across the street from the woman in the window, which was hilarious. And I feel so bad for the people that decided to watch the show having no idea that it was like making fun of the movie because they probably thought it was just a really shitty tv show but it was really funny like I was laughing out loud over how stupid it was because they were just making fun of the film um leave it to Netflix to like mock their own movie that they made in a tv show I thought that was really funny but we didn't watch anything else besides that I'm slowly making my way through manifest but The only time that I really have to watch it is like when I'm eating or cleaning or cooking and like I can have something on in the background real quick, but usually I am just like working nonstop. Um, Like today, when I was eating dinner, I watched like 15 minutes of a Manifest episode, but I haven't finished it yet um, because I wanted to record the podcast, but I'm sorry this episode is a little bit shorter than the other ones. Um, I just... 
it happens, but I appreciate you listening so much. Please go follow my own Instagram at McKayK17, as well as the podcast's Instagram, Breaking Up underscore podcast. I'm trying to be better about posting pictures that go with each episode on that. And make sure you're following or are subscribed to the show on whatever platform you are listening to. I appreciate it so much, and I'll chat with you guys next week. Bye!